Hello and welcome to Mindfulness Music and More. I'm your host, Shalini Bala-Lucas. You have been listening to over 25 shows in season four alone, and it's now time for you to join the conversation. And so this October, we're bringing you the Kenyan premiere of the highly acclaimed The Manic Monologues, directed by award-winning actor, writer, and director Mugambi Nthiga. The show features a stellar cast of some of the most celebrated actors in Kenyan theater. This groundbreaking performance will showcase captivating stories from those touched by mental illness. You'll hear true stories about struggle and pain, but also triumph and joy. These diverse, moving narratives will greatly challenge your assumptions about what it means to live with a mental health condition. Want to know more? Well, stay with me for the next hour as we talk about mental health and mindfulness, play some music, meditate together, and of course, talk about the manic monologues. My first guest today works as an actor, singer, and director based in Nairobi. She trained at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama, pursuing her MA in musical theater. She is drawn to roles that are both physically and vocally demanding, appearing in Jesus Christ Superstar and the children's stage musical Tinga Tinga Tales as Giraffe and played multiple roles in the all-women ensemble of Brazen Edition, Too Early for Birds. She has performed at the Kenya National Theatre, the New Victory Theatre in New York, Club Silly and Theatre 503, or 503, both in London. Her first TV role in 2019 was as Zawadi in My Empress. She has since appeared in other shows such as Selena, Crime and Justice, Country Queen on Netflix and County 49, which has just premiered on Showmax. She also co-founded Shorts from Africa, SFA, an artist collective started during the pandemic and went on to direct SFA's first in-person production, How to Have an Affair, A Cheetah's Guide, staged at the Kenya National Theatre to much critical acclaim. This is quite an illustrious career. She describes herself as non-conventional, rebellious and strong-willed. Yokafi Macharia, welcome to Mindfulness Music and More. Thank you. Thank you so much. A really illustrious career. Thank you. Wow. Okay, so you really were hilarious. Hilarious as Ivy on Country Queen. Thank you. And um, what was it like playing that role? Oh my God, it was really fun and it put me outside of Nyokafi because Nyokafi as a person is very, um, as free-spirited as I am, I'm very structured. I like, I'm not so spontaneous, as spontaneous as my friends, I would put it. And I'm very much like, okay, what's the plan and yeah. whatever. But Ivy is just like, yeah, let's go. Um, I feel bored. Okay, let's let's go for shopping or yeah, you want to do something fun? And also, you know, she has those habits of stealing you know just like that so that was outside yeah it, it, it took me out of my comfort zone so it was quite nice to play her and really fun my partner and I binge watched it right from <laughs> beginning to end it was so great to see so much talent Aww. on there what was it like being on a Netflix production 
Oh man, actually, um, when we were shooting, we didn't know it was gonna be on Netflix, so we only came to find out way later. Oh, However, wow. um, you know, the production value of uh, Country Queen was very high. You know, from you know the costume fittings, from how we are treated on set, so it was very nice to feel so appreciated as an actor, and you know, to feel like you're a star. You know, yeah. because you go into some sets and you're just like, oh wow, okay, thanks a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite nice to just feel that appreciation from the production team and yeah really enjoyed it so we know each other because of this new production on yes. a theater production that we're going to talk about which is the manic monologue yeah and i have to tell you i saw you on country queen and i thought i want her yeah and um i didn't know who mugambi had picked right. because the director he'd picked he had handpicked each and every actor because yeah. he wanted to work with you for whatever reason had worked with you before or yeah. knew your story or and that's how he chose each actor mm -hmm. and then he just gave me a list and I was like yep okay fine <laughs> but I had three or four actors that I had at the back of my mind that I wanted oh. and you were one of them and when I saw you on there honestly my heart was like full oh. um, and I can say that about the other actor in the studio today because I had been watching him on YouTube we'll come to you in a moment but <laughs> I feel like Mugambi read my mind Oh, that's so that's amazing and you know it's just it's it's incredible to be in a space where you feel like things just came together. They did. Yeah, they and really the universe did. like we're all speaking the same language and in tune and it's it's a privilege to yeah to know that as well. Why did you agree to the manic monologues? Because let's be honest, yeah. it's it's a risk. Yeah. It's hard hitting. We did the table read just yeah. recently. Why did you do, agree to do it? First of all, it's come at a very timely moment for me um, where I feel like I'm in a place in life where I want to just take a step back mm -hmm. and uh, reset. And for that to happen, there are a lot of things that I feel like I need to, you know, reevaluate. And also as a person, um, I'd love to, you know, dig in into mental health. One of the things I am not so conversant, I... I am I am like I know the subject from friends or like hearing about stories and have no you know direct experience with that and I felt like this was a very huge uh, learning opportunity for me not only as an actor but also as a human being but also for my own mental health um, I've been that kind of person who working 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 24 7 working 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 and so during this time where I've just decided to like take a step back this is also literally the production is therapy for me just as a person like and also how do we represent these stories sensitively as well yeah. um, and so it's such a huge learning moment as an artist to present what is happening in the society but not just to present it but how do we do it effectively and sensitively so that we're not um, you know sometimes content can be very um, absurd or offensive to other people so I'm really glad to be part of this and also the cast I mean you already it's said it incredible the cast members for me it was like these are people that I admire mm. these are people that I respect in the industry and it's such a privilege to just share a stage with them and it's such meaningful work you know so I can only imagine what we're gonna come up with I love the way you're saying you want to step back and yet this is such an intense production. <laughs> Did you realize it was going to be this intense? No. <laughs> no, but also yes. I think 
this is very reflective you know it's it very much like okay let's find out let's do some research into this and so far it's 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 i don't know like hearing people's stories i think in this production i want to listen more i and so i guess that that for me is the taking a step back because especially when we had the first read through yeah my goodness yeah it was such a moment and it was like wow how it felt so special to share a platform with these people and for them to be vulnerable with you yeah. and you vulnerable with them for me it's just it's so timely we'll talk about that after yeah. your first song choice because that table read was so special yeah. so special and what was supposed to be 3 hours turned into 7 hours of yeah. reading and talking and sharing <laughs> and 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 realizing that everyone has a story. Absolutely. But let's come back to that. So tell me what song have you chosen? Ooh. So I've chosen Count on Me by CC Winans and Whitney Houston. Why? So, um last year my sister got into an accident and that was the one song that kept on ringing in my mind and essentially I love the sisterhood that goes on in that song and how it says, you know, count on me, I'll always be there for you. I'll end my whole life. My sister is the one who's always been taking care of me because I'm the last born and that was such a turn around for me and it was like ah, what am i supposed to do sharon what did you used to do and so for me it was like okay um right now it's time for you to step up the things that you know you wouldn't do this is the time for you to just now be there for your sister and it was so special in the end because in the beginning I was just like I remember breaking down in the car when I was going to Aga Khan to see her and I had uh, I had braised uh, matatu slightly and you know the way those mm, matatu guys like, just go uh, eh hey, mama sasa kuja ume umegoka kali sasa kuja uoge <laughs> and all of them surrounded me and wow it was such an intense moment i remember feeling my goodness every, i just i need to get out of here and then they let me go and as i was driving away i was just crying and i kept <sighs> on saying you are so much better in this and i at this point she's in the icu she's in a coma and i remember feeling i can't do this you're the one who's always so good at this and then in the end i remember thinking wow I'm so glad that I made it through and I was able to be there for you when you couldn't be able to be there for yourself. So I was like, yeah, that song is very special to me. Yeah, you got resilience and she could count exactly. on you and you can count on exactly. you as well. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Let's have a listen.
My second guest today is a multi-talented Kenyan artist who is well known for his acting and spoken word. He has a bachelor's degree in sociology and communications and is the founder of EOP Nation, a spoken word event that was held in Nairobi every third Friday of the month for over nine years. And Homecoming, a multi-character, multidisciplinary, minimalist living room performance that is based on the Zaffin genre of play. In addition to being a regular performer on the Nairobi theatre scene, he has performed on Broadway in the hit musical Tinga Tinga and has distinguished himself as a screen actor in numerous projects, including experimental music videos with Just a Band, local TV hit shows Briefcase, Inc. and Groove Theory, the HBO series Sense8, and most notably his lead role in the film festival favourite Kati Kati. He is also a voice actor on the groundbreaking animation Super Sema, where he voices Tobor and Babu as well as a TV presenter in the most popular show on NTV, Twende, which is a documentary series covering the sights and scenes of Kenya. I'm exhausted just reading that because I feel like he has done so much. He describes himself as a free spirit, curious and present Elsa Fan Jora welcome to mindfulness music and more yes hello 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 fine thank you um I saw you on YouTube the first time I heard your name. You are hilarious, by the way. You should say that on here. You're funny. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I am funny. We can add that. <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and a glorious voice. I love that deep voice. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Jora, I'm so excited you're part of the Manic Monologues. What does it mean to you to be part of a mental health show like it? Um, uh, the way I approach theater is that I want to be part of projects that are meaningful, especially now. Uh, in this part of my career. So for me, this is meaningful, and that's why I am here. I think, in a way, many of the characters that I've played have had some sort of uh, mental, uh, like, tussle, maybe not uh, a mental illness, but have had mental tussles. Because as actors, we pick we pick characters and you need to break them down. Why do you do this? Why do you do this? So there's there's always been a sort of... Um, trying to understand the mental state of a character. Now, this is just a... It's not not just... This is a deep dive. Yes. You know, and um, uh, and I'm glad. I'm also... Mugambi is the one who called me, and I I hold his opinion in high esteem. You work so, with yeah. him quite a lot, don't you, in yes. other stuff? Yes, yes. I work with him. I irritate him. <laughs> I bug him. <laughs> He's my friend. Yeah, so yes, we definitely... We've worked together a lot. Has has he ever directed you? Yes, he has. Okay. In fact, uh, some of the ways that I approach characters, he he taught me. Okay, wow. Yeah. So we, I mean, I knew that as soon as I got the script in my hand, I knew that he was the one to direct yes. the, the play. Mm. So how do you feel about working with him again on such an intense play? Um, there was a time we did a play called uh, Written on the Body. And uh, it was um, it was about the uh, the inheritance of the colonial times, yeah. Okay. Um, past, present, uh, future, and so already that was very intense. Um, I've also worked with him on other intense projects, so I felt like I'll be safe. You know, you feel like uh, wherever he's going to take you, it's going to be it's going to be artful it's going to be thoughtful 
and um that I'm good it'll take a lot from me. Yeah, yeah. and I think he's quite sensitive with the material which mm. is really interesting. Your coffee touched on the um how the table read was and mm. everybody shared what did that feel like for you? Um so I didn't sleep very well and that's why uh, guys I was late <laughs> for that but today I was early. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have a thing about being in in England for so many years. Yeah. I find Kenyans are always late. Yeah, so yeah. we're having this thing on the show where doors open at 7 and show starts at 7:30. Both Amar, my partner and Karishma, the producer, like you're you're dreaming it's never going to happen. What do you think? Do you think Kenyans are going to be late for this show? Do I just go with the flow or do I start pulling my hair out? No, people people are actually very early for shows. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There are people who actually come two hours before. Okay, that I don't hour. want. Yeah, <laughs> one, one hour before. So um, don't cater for bad manners. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> Jora. I love you. Thank you because I was I almost had a fight with Karishma and Amar yesterday. Yeah. Going, no, we're going to set a precedent. Yeah, people have to come on time, otherwise they can't. You know, it's sensitive material. How yes. are you going to let people come in late? I think we're going to have to think about between yeah. monologues, perhaps yeah. that we stop. Open the, you know, I don't know if you've been to Wimbledon, but in Wimbledon you couldn't mm. come into your seats until between sets, mm. and mm. I think we're going to have to do that yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're saying don't cater. Don't for, cater for bad manners. I feel like that's a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag the manic monologues. Hashtag don't, don't cater, cater for, for bad manners. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. So how how did you feel? So you were you were late, but it was. I was okay. late. So I uh, so I, I was uh, I was late and. Uh, and it's because i wasn't able to sleep and so i took that opportunity to read so for me um i had already interacted with the information and now i was just listening so i was supposed to reading through as everyone else is reading and um and especially the sharing in between that that was moving and those are point where i was about to share and i was just unable to yeah so it's it's um it's emotional it is uh it's uncomfortable uh, it's necessary yeah thank you yes i that was such a powerful moment when you mm. were beginning to share and couldn't and and that just shows that we all have stories mm. but we're not going to talk about it today because i do want to talk about mm. your work first mm. um because i know you're not ready to talk about some things yeah. and and we'll do, we'll do that another time yeah. but you've worked consistently from what i can see is mm. that true Yes, I have. Okay, so you've mm. not had those down moments as an artist? I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the perception. I think it's the perception of because you've done so many things. Yeah. So the uh um again, I started uh, the first play I did was in 2006. Okay. Yeah. And I've done and then I started Eve of Poetry in 2006. So nine years that's what 2015. Uh, I've done plays here and there. I've always been involved in projects that are loud, yeah, or that are special to people. And so it feels like there are no moments in between, but there are. And how do you as an actor look mm. after your mental health during those times? Because I can imagine. Mm. I know when I stop and I yeah. have nothing to do and yeah. I'm worried about when my next job's coming yeah. as a writer or yeah. a presenter, it's it's tough. Yeah, it is. So how do you how do you deal with those moments? I mean I haven't been very present to that idea of mental space okay. until um until the pandemic. Okay. Because the pandemic came with very many things. So, uh I'm a father um and then I was broke. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was going through a a breakup and I was also 
I was also try, f- trying to figure out what's my space. So I've done all these things. What does it matter? So, and then I went back home. So there's all all those things sort of take you into this depression state or depressive moods and you're all by yourself because you're not you're not going out there's there's no work so you're by yourself you're looking at yourself in the mirror and and heartbreak heartbreak has a way of um, relationships are like mirrors and when that mirror breaks <laughs> you're trying to find which is your reflection and um and that was that was that was excruciating, uh, and now is when I've been able to sort of uh, have a, a balance of how to deal with my mental state. Yeah. So you said that you weren't in that space, and it was only until the pandemic. Mm. I believe that the pandemic has changed the conversation around mental health in yeah, Kenya. Yeah. Um, do you feel that the manic monologues is coming at a good time for us, as in in Kenya? Yes, it is. It how, is. It could have think? come sooner. Okay. Yeah, it, it's one of those conversations where it's never going to be irrelevant. Yeah. Because the the um, I mean the the mind is a very complex place. Uh, it's never going to be irrelevant. Even when people even when people trash uh, the conversation because as much as there's so much information there's still people who won't embrace it. Maybe out of fear. Yes. Maybe out of um just I mean ignorance. Yeah, ignorance. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's definitely it's relevant. Okay. Yeah. Great. For sure. Yeah. So I'm so excited about it and it's it's not far away. It's in mm. October that we'll be on on stage. Yes. Let's talk a little bit more about that, but after your first song choice, mm. which is Anywhere Away From Here. Yeah. Why have you chosen this song? So, uh my sister passed away last year and it was um it was through suicide. And I love my sister, and she was a firstborn. And I use music to take me through things. Yeah, um, I can't sleep listening to or watching something that I don't like. <laughs> so that's funny. So if I if I like a song, so I listen to it over and over again, and I can sleep to it. Okay. So I the anywhere, uh, the song anywhere is a song that I stumbled on. I mean. I found it and it helped me to sort of visualize my grief for my sister. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Joran. So, so very sorry for your loss. We'll listen to your song choice, Anywhere Away From Here by Rag and Bone and Pink. And Pink. Wild and running, feeling this is burning bright we knew nothing was out of sight is out of mind before we ever learned the fear of being born before we ever were afraid of the unknown when the lights go Somewhere Anywhere away from here 
souls and we lost control with more doubt than hope. Glass half empty and discontented from growing old. Through all the failed attempts at trying to belong, I overthink the Welcome back to Mindfulness Music and More with your host Shalini Bala Lucas. We have Neil Carfi and Jora in the studio today telling us about the manic monologues. Yes. Aha. So, the manic monologues is a series of monologues just um, talking about mental health and various things about mental health because, you know, it's it's a very vast um, subject. It's um, talking about some of the, you know, for example, my monologue uh, talks about tardive dyskinesia, which is something that I hadn't heard of before. And so to find out that this is a condition that is caused by, um, it's like the psychotic drugs that you take. And so for me, that was very concerning to know that I can be taking drugs and then I can have effects after that. And so now you're not even treating the, the you know, the condition that you have. It's the side effects. And yeah. so it's it's just been a very eye-opening and educative experience so far. And, you know, we've only just had the, um, what is it called, the table read. So, yeah. Yeah, and the table read was so powerful mm. because as you both said, you shared, people shared. I, I remember something you said in your coffee that mm-hmm. you didn't feel that you had had any mental health issues. Mm-hmm. or But then you started telling us a story about your sister mm-hmm. and we suddenly realized that... Yeah. Even you, everybody has a story, right? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Was that a defining moment for you? It was like, oh my goodness. You know, I, I think I just go through life. And I feel like in the African setting, since mental health was not such, um, it w- wasn't a subject that people have been talking about, or at least we hadn't defined it as mm. mental health. Mm. 
we found a way of just just go through life mm-hmm. you know you go through something Survival. very traumatic yeah mm. you mm. just get up the next day and i think it was a, for me it was a moment of my goodness i i <laughs> there's something there i probably need to have a conversation and process it and every time i think about my sister's accident i'm always trying to block it i'm yeah. always trying to not think about it and be like okay mm. that's in the past uh, let's just let's just move on so definitely i had like an aha moment yeah. during that reading yeah i was just going to ask and say that do you think audiences who come to watch the manic Mo- monologues monologues i've said <laughs> <laughs> you think i can say the word by now <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> i because i i wake up thinking monologues Mon- <laughs> i'm i think i'm dreaming about the manic monologues um Do you think people will have aha moments when they watch it in your coffee? I think they will because mm. even just as actors reading it, mm. I think we all had aha moments at some point and it was beautiful to see that vulnerability just going on. And I was very surprised that you know we opened up the way we did mm. at the first reading. Usually there's that sort of shyness and nothing, whatever. Nothing. Yeah. There was nothing. There was an energy that allowed us to just open up. And yes. Yeah. yeah. So yes. for sure. So we yeah. But, and it's, I think but it was, it's still a surprise. It was a yeah. surprise. <laughs> and I think it also helps that some of us have worked together. Yeah. So in certain projects, not all of us together, mm. but it did help that there's that camaraderie already just, mm. you know, in between us. Yeah. But yeah. but there were strangers in that room to you. I was a stranger to you. Amar was a stranger mm. to you. And yet there was still this feeling that we could share. And it was funny because mm. Karishma, the producer, and I were sitting there clock watching for a while going mm. okay we've only allocated three hours but we're now into, <laughs> now into da, 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 da. and there was yeah. this feeling that and we kept saying to each other no but let it happen mm. because yeah. we felt that we needed to let it happen that process and we yeah. kept saying Mugambi it's time for lunch and he's like yeah okay lunch is potato salad is not mm. as important as this one yeah. so it felt yeah. like there just felt like this need to be open and vulnerable with each Absolutely. other because we're sharing such such sensitive material together mm. and maybe that's the sign that it is time for it yeah. because where uh, people who i mean we are not in the same house mm-hmm. you know we're not living together mm-hmm. and some of us are strangers in the room mm-hmm. but then there was such an outpour of of you know emotion yeah emotion like, <laughs> like, yeah. we laughed we cried yeah. we, we shared yeah, and we, we there was did. a lot of laughter yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. there was even laughter at times when somebody shared a story that was and then they would they would say something and make us laugh yeah. it was to break the tension yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was yeah it was mind blowing mm. really it definitely was mm. yeah. yeah so i feel like if we could put that and i think we will put that mm. energy on stage mm. and sh- and have people join that yeah. conversation yeah. Mm. yeah it'll be interesting what was what are the monologues you're doing injora So I actually I can't remember because part of my process is to divorce myself sometimes oh, yeah that's so interesting <laughs> Yeah so sometimes I divorce myself uh, sorry I divorce myself from the script and then I come back and then I go and then I come back so it's a it's a back and forth uh, it's not a process that I have written down it's things that I'm starting to realize that I do Wow Yeah yeah that's really cool yeah. Is that how you work Uh not really I think for me first of all I I think my process has also grown. Before when I got into the industry I was like, yeah, you know I need to do a lot of research, I need to yeah. you know like read a lot of books and stuff like that. And then with time I figured out my way of working is putting it on its feet from the word go. Mm. What does that mean? So That means not just reading the script um like read I have to read it aloud. 
Mm. I have to try things as I'm reading yeah. it. Whereas um, back in the days, I would be. It's like a, I'm studying for an exam. Mm. Yeah. And so nowadays, it doesn't help me much to not read it aloud. Like just reading it as if I'm reading a book. Mm. I have to like say the words test out accents, feel how it feels in my tongue, mm. um, try out different things and try physicalizing it. So I, yeah, that's my way of working because I, I'm also such a scatterbrain. Yeah. So when I just read it very silently, I get bored. I get bored very easily. <laughs> and that will come through in your performance. Exactly. You so yeah, playing, playing and just playing. I, I play at the, at the rehearsal. At the rehearsal. Oh, the he's amazing. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I play at the rehearsal. I am the, I'm the actor who I'll come with uh, 50 ideas that and if true. you reject all of them tomorrow I'll come with 350 that is true <laughs> that is true Jora please and then it's always it's always going to be in my mind you know okay so and then I can do this and I can but I must say I did a play with Julissa Julissa was directing oh, she's incredible she is and um, she, uh, I came in uh, it was all an all male cast and it was kings and uh, kings leader. and leaders, leaders yeah. mm. and I came in uh, knowing ah man I'm going to <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> you guys you think you cannot move out of the way I am he I am he <laughs> I was so humbled yeah, because after uh, uh, Kevin Miner who's, uh, uh, who's a mutual friend mm. uh, Kevin Miner after because my monologue his monologue was coming right after mine and I watched him and I was like what yeah. So I, I learned a lot of humility. Mm. And so this time I didn't come in like I'm there, you know. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, okay, just chill. Uh, embrace it just take it in and so that's what I'm doing yeah. go on and yeah. also can I just say that actually Njora is one of my favorite actors oh. in Kenya and I don't wow. even say this because he's in studio mm. he taught me so much we did a play called Caucasian Shock Circle and at the time <laughs> I was very young in the industry and seeing how Njora first of all Njora comes in as the character that he has decided that day he's like and then he interacts you, with you in a very weird way you're like what's happening with you Already he's into character, like the minute he stepped into the room. Amazing. And I always say one of the people I think have mastered characterization is Njora. Oh, wow. Like he transforms absolutely. And I'm just, I mean, all of your oh, skill. Wow. Yeah. I'm meanwhile quaking in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right feeling. It is. That's the right you feeling. Care. It means you care. Are you kidding? No. I'm going to be on stage with eight of the best in Kenya. I've yeah. never acted. Okay, so I, I told the story last week, but I'm going to tell you. Mm. So I was um I was in the Winter's Tale, in uh, Shakespeare's Winter's Tale oh, in wow. the UK. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But they were doing Bohemia in an Indian theme. So I went in as choreographer and dancer. Mm. Now I can dance on stage because mm. the music tells you what to do and you remember. Yeah. But I had two lines before. Just as I came on, I had to say these two lines. <laughs> and then I would dance, right? Mm. And... um. I had those two lines written backstage and every day, I think we did 20 shows, every time just before the show, I had to read those two lines. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I came on, I said them really woodenly just to get them over and yeah. then I'd get into dance some more. Yeah. I have a, a monologue, as you well know. Yeah. Yeah. It's very short. <laughs> it's more than two lines. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you're laughing at me. <laughs> I just want to remind you, I'm executive producer. <laughs> it's not going to make us laugh more. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking when I said to Megami, 
I want to do this monologue and I'll be fine. And he looked at me as if to say, do you know what you're asking? Like, <laughs> and then I heard you guys read at the table read. I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I can't even, and now I'm in my 40s. I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. Any, how am I going to be you're on stage? You're going to remember this You life. are. <laughs> you are. I mean, or we'll put you a teleprompter. A, no, you don't have another <laughs> option. That's. I mean, like once you start to give true. yourself options, I don't have an option. You don't have an option, and then it is something you have decided. So just give dignity to the choice that you made. Hey. Oh. Come on. Now that I'll remember. Give dignity <laughs> to a choice. You Today made. you are spewing some I'm telling, man. Give dignity to the choice, choice you, you made. made. Look at your coffee's on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> to the choice you've made. That's actually ah. something I learned uh, uh, during this time, the pandemic. Yeah. Because um, I uh, love that though. Yeah, mm. I, I learned that uh, part of the part of the reason why even my relationships have been the way they are is is because i was not giving dignity to my choice you know i'd let i'd let things sway me here and there and um i've also like of late one of the things i've done to to help me uh stay on the straight and narrow <laughs> is is to work out mm-hmm. one of the things about working out consistently is that it sucks it sucks you know and i've worked out consistently for a month now every day and I've done it while sick. I've done it while feeling whatever. And the feeling after yeah. and the feeling before <clears throat> are so different. different. It's the endorphins and the dopamine. Yeah, yeah. And the, but it is from a, uh, I, it's a struggle. Yeah. Mm. So I just said, okay, just give dignity to your to your, to your to the choice you made. Well, yeah. I'm, now I have no choice, right? Mm. So I'm I going to be it. on that stage. You're so wise. Yeah, yeah. You're so wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> a lot. I love it. I love it. Okay, so that's it. I'm just gonna have to. Mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. And do you're going to be fine. And I'm you gonna are. love it. I'm so excited about this whole production. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it's funny because Mugambi tells a story about when he said, "Oh, you'll be executive producer, and mm. we'll bring in." And I got really excited, thinking executive producer was gonna be like really rah rah wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm just having sleepless nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he says yeah. at that moment when you got puffed up about being the executive producer in yeah. my head, this is Mugami's words, in my head I was like, she'll see. Yeah. <laughs> she'll see. <laughs> she'll see. <laughs> she'll see. No, I'm loving it and I'm so privileged. Mm. We have such an amazing cast. Mm. It's so, mm. And the script is fantastic. Yes, it absolutely. really is. Yeah. Um, and it's also complex. It is. Mm. It's complex. Like mm. some, uh, some of the, the, like it's simple language, but then yeah. that is, that one like, can break you mm. while you're on stage. So, mm. Yeah, I'm also a bit, I'm also there with you. You know, it's like, wow, okay, this is, um, where does it go? Well, it's a responsibility. Mm. We have a responsibility to put this forward. But you two have an added responsibility. Yes. Mm. You're both writing a monologue each. Right. (laughs) What's the story there? Oh, my Uh. God. Okay, first of all. Okay, hang on. Can I just say, I'm a writer. Are you feeling what I was feeling about acting? I'm feeling that. Good for you in your country. Jora is a writer. Jora is a poet. Like, he's he's more familiar in the grounds. Okay. I am just like... (laughs) So, in fact, I'm trying to be like, "Mm, maybe I should act it out first and then put it on writing because that's also how I process my thoughts and I'm an actor first anyway. And so... It's been, yeah. So I'm like recording myself and be like, uh-uh, I don't like mm. this. So my way into the writing 
is through acting. That's good. But that's yeah. act- but then that's what you when you're acting, <laughs> yeah. it is often what you're feeling or or being or thinking at that moment mm-hmm. and you express that mm-hmm. through what through the spoken word, right? Yes. For me, I write I write it. Mm. So it's what you're doing is just the other way around. And I yeah. think that works really well. Yeah. Well, we're going to see. <laughs> Aren't we? Yeah. Give dignity <laughs> yeah. to the choice you make. Oh! <laughs> Preach! I'm having, I'm having a difficult time writing this one. Um, uh, and just wondering, like, what direction do I do I attack it from, mm. you know, or do I approach it from? So, mm. yeah, it's a struggle. But I struggle to write either way. Mm. Um, it takes, like, if I have had, uh, three months, I'll start writing after the, <laughs> I'll start at the second month. The first month is just like, okay, no, but now. You mm. don't have three months. No, I'm saying an I example. I mean, they're due. They're due. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> they're due today. They're due. <laughs> they're due. <laughs> But I'm saying, for example, for example. If, I had, if I had three months to write, I'd start writing. If I have three hours to write, yeah, I'll write it at the last hour. The last hour. Yeah. So you the work first under two pressure hours, like me. Maybe not under pressure. Maybe it's like my mind has to find okay. a, a, a line, a path, a thing. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited to hear those. Mm. And and you're not acting them. You're actually other other actors in the cast. So, uh, so we are... Mm. I think we I'm are, acting mine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you both yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think probably ch- somebody else is writing Yeah, someone for, else is writing for yeah. Yeah. a couple of others. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're actually... So um, can I ask, is it going to be personal stories? Um, For me, okay. Um, I don't know if I can give a little bit of insight. If but you like. Yeah, but I... That's why we are here. <laughs> 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 give dignity to your voice, Okay. <laughs> Jordan, you're just ridiculous. I wanted to try and see social media mental health. Mm. What is that connection mm. like? Wow. Because I feel like as a person, I have not recognized when I was there, but I have been there. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I actually do this thing. Mm. I actually do this thing. So I I think I it, it will have a little bit of personal experience. I love it. I yeah. think that's that's actually something that's not been touched in any of yeah, the monologues. Exactly. And yeah. it's yeah. so relevant because a lot of young people mm. struggle with social media yeah. and mm. their mental health. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. And I feel like we don't recognize it. No. We don't actually no. see it. And the more I think about it and the more we are obsessed with our devices and what that yeah. does to us, the more I'm like, my goodness, it's it's actually to such a huge extent. Yeah. Wow, I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. What about you and Jora? Mine is personal. Okay. Yeah, mine is personal. It's uh, I, I just do not know what angle I'm I'm approaching mm. it from. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be hard acting something so personal? Because I know I've spoken about mm. my mental health mm. issues on TEDx and mm. Engage, and mm. to tell your story, you know, I have mm. to talk about my husband dying, holding his hand as 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 he was dying, grieving, all that stuff. Mm. And and it's hard. I've broken mm. down in tears. Yeah. You're gonna be okay. Uh, I mean, on stage, whatever happens, you roll with it. So mm. I know um, Tis a Season, which is a show that's, that's run by Atemi. Um, I performed a poem, and it was, it was along those lines. And it was difficult, but we got through it. So mm. yeah, if it gets there, again, we also do not know these monologues that we are doing, how they are going to affect us. Mm. I find some of us might break down mm. doing some of these monologues. Yeah. And then also I wanted to answer, there, there's a question you asked about the, the audience. Will they have aha moments? Yeah. Some some of them will have them after. 
Yes, True. they'll go you know, away and digest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. some of them will block it there. Some of them will 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 mm. come running to a certain actors and say, mm. "That's me." You know, others, you know, and so yeah, we do not know how what these mm. words will do. No, mm. yeah. and I think that's that's the power of mm. words, yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you so much. Look, let's very quickly go to in your coffee, your uh, book choice mm-hmm. and song choice and luxury item. If I were to cast you away to a desert island, so what's the book you would take? Ha! A thousand splendid sons by Khalid Hussein. Why? That is the one book that just gripped me from the beginning to the end, and I felt the emotions. I I was crying. That's the one book I've actually cried when I was reading it, and I felt like it just engaged me. And even as a performer, that's one thing I always aim to do. And reading it, I was like, if you can capture my feelings in words and make me feel like I'm watching something for me, that was just so I could read that book like a hundred times. That's incredible. That's a very popular book on this show. Yes, very popular. Yeah. Yeah. And what about song? Song, song. I said Hera Nyalo Chandi. It's actually a Luo song by Breezy and Child. And that song just gives me psych. Every time I listen to it, and I have no idea what he's saying in that oh, song. <laughs> okay. Because I, I listened to it too yesterday. I was like, I don't know what he's saying. But it actually has a nice vibe to it. It has a nice vibe to it. So it also reminds me how art is a universal language. I can be looking at you. I have no idea what it is that you're saying. But so anyway, that song gives me psych. I would listen to it anytime. But it's touched you in some way, whether that's made you happy or sad or whatever. It's art, made me art, happy. Art, art makes, does that to you. It does. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And what about your, your love? Luxury. My luxury item, I would take fairy lights or candles. <laughs> <laughs> There's a romantic somewhere there. Do you know what? Let me tell you. There's something with fairy you know lights. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's something about fairy lights that just gives me hope every yeah. time like yeah. these or candles and uh, a lover one time used to call me <laughs> sunshine so <laughs> i feel like it just gives me that light oh, wow. and hope and okay. it reminds me and even though we are not in though we are not together anymore mm. i think he left a mark in my life yeah, oh sunshine. my god <laughs> very light yeah <laughs> so okay all right, well, we'll definitely give you those. Let's go listen to your song choice. How do you say it? Hera Nyalo Sandy or Chani? Chandi? Okay, let's have Yeah. Let's have a listen. Yawa Hera Nyalo Chandi. Kendo Hera Nyalo Sandi. Kichung Marach. Yawa Kichung Marach. Sami you do pesi longi hani Sami you do pesi longi baby Sama pesa ongera onge Sama pesa ongera onge Oko chama loto dwaro smokies Wange bende teko nyalo gohi Kokitang bendo nyalo negi Adyambo sanda onyalo tieki Oko chama loto dwaro smokies Wange bende teko nyalo gohi Kokitang bendo nyalo negi Breezy again Sama pesa ongera onge Sama pesa ongera onge Aromo inyako ebomaka Aromo giwendo omakaka Nathini iranga tobu ojo Nathini iranga tobu ojo Wodo nyako chien to aninga Akao wendo atere oda Akao wendo maruake oda Taberingia tongulo lao 
Welcome back to Mindfulness Music and More with your host Shalini Bala Lucas. Now every week we do a meditation. I'm using some of the old and golden ones at the moment. So today we're doing a gratitude meditation. So guys, would you like to join in? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to do gratitude of three things. So if you want to close your eyes or lower your gaze, put your hand in the center of your chest. This is over your heart chakra. So one hand on top of the other. Just feel the warmth of your heart chakra, which will emanate an emerald green energy. And bring your focus to your breathing, breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your nose, honoring every breath into your body and every breath out of your body. Feeling the breath deepen, slowing down. And without overthinking it, bring to mind one possession that you are grateful for. It might be important, frivolous, used occasionally. What is it that you are, are gratitude, grateful for today? Send that possession gratitude. And then in front of you appears a person. This is the first person who comes to your mind. Why are you grateful for them being in your life? In your mind, tell them. Send them the energy of gratitude and they will receive it. And know that as they fade away for the moment, they will be there for you. As in front of you appears a mirror. And in that mirror is a reflection of you. What is it about you today that you are grateful for? It could be innate, it could be your resilience or courage, it could be as frivolous as your hair today. What are you grateful for? Send yourself feelings of love and gratitude. You are unique and you are special and feel that just for a moment as you bring your awareness back into the room back to my voice and slowly open your eyes. How was that, guys? Wow. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was literally wow. two minutes. Wow. So do you want to share what was your possession? <coughs> wow. Go for it, Angela. Me, this shirt. And it's snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> we like it. This shirt, yeah. I was very grateful for this shirt. Why are you grateful for it? Um, I've had it... Uh, 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 because of Kati, uh, it was Kati Kati. Uh, because of Kati Kati, um, I w- we went to Lagos, Lagos, Nigeria, and I had this shirt made. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, and I still have it. It's lovely. Yeah. It really is a nice shirt. Okay. And what about person? Person, the mother of my daughter. Okay. Yeah, we're not together. Uh, we're not speaking. Um, but uh, for some reason, uh, and even now, we, we're not like in the best of terms, but for some, I'm grateful for the love she gave me. Were you surprised that she came to you? I was. Yeah. I was really surprised. This is why this meditation is so powerful because mm. sometimes there'll be somebody you've not thought about mm. or somebody you're least mm. expecting. Yeah. Do you feel you're able to tell her? Uh, I feel like, uh, like, how can I say, a carpenter can't come and tell a metal work something, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, credibility. So whatever mm, I say, gotcha. it doesn't have any credibility. Yeah. Uh, um, and I do think about her a lot, but that I'm grateful that was that that she's the one who came. Uh, I was I was surprised. surprised. Yeah. yeah, stay with that. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And how about yourself? Myself, I saw a child. <clears throat> ah. I saw my I saw my I saw a picture of me when I was a child. And I was grateful because even today I'm still a child. You're quite childlike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, but you not in a bad way. You've got a childlike quality no, I, 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 that I really I like. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I we do. get too serious in life. <laughs> I do, mm. and then I can also switch and become extremely it's serious. <laughs> yeah, but then the child is always there, I and I'm very that. grateful. And I'm reconnecting with that child more now. Yeah. Great. You know, I think that's what makes you a really good artist because mm. you're not inhibited. Exactly. Yeah, Children yeah. are not inhibited. No, no, no. That's yeah. exactly right. Your <laughs> yeah. coffee, what about you? Uh, my possession was uh, my house, the mm. apartment that I currently live in. Yeah. I feel like it's it's been such a safe space mm. for me and it's something that I've really wanted for a very long time. So I moved there maybe last year mm. and so it just feels like ah, mm. home. Yeah. Sanctuary. Yeah. And what about person? person my best friend mm. um he's really been there like mm. he has been present he has been consistent he is dependable and i'm just so grateful that anytime i'm happy there's someone i can share that with yeah. anytime mm. i'm sad there's mm. someone like literally there was a time i was crying in bed and he was just there just looking at me just mm. not saying anything because sometimes you know the advice is like oh don't worry you'll be okay i'm like no i don't need that i just want you to just be there and he held my hand as i cried and that was one of the most special moments of our mm. friendship mm. oh that's so special yeah. how long have you known him oh my god since uni okay. um so 2014 2013 thereabouts okay yeah. all right and what about self self i saw a very peaceful nyokafi uh which is something that i haven't had for a minute so there was like i was just looking at myself and there was like a Wow. A sigh of relief, which I feel like I haven't had for a minute. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, both Thank of you, you, for sharing that. Mm. Jora, finally, if I mm. were to cast you away to a desert island mm. and you could only take one book with you, what would it be? Bible. Because okay. it has many stories. <laughs> 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 so it's not just one story at the... A collection of short stories. Actually, I thought about this. Yeah. I was like, no, it is this book. I can read this story yeah. 20 times. And then I go to this one oh, 20 times. Nice. Yeah. Are you religious? You're practicing Christian? Uh, I believe in God. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know whether I, I term myself as religious because I do have an issue with that whole institution. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting that you choose mm. the Bible then. Yeah. So Because the Bible is the most chosen book on this show. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. 
the Bible, the Quran, and yeah. the Alchemist are probably the three most. Yeah, and then wow. um, your choice was also really yeah. popular. But has anyone ever said it's because there are very many stories? Mm, so they say many stories, but they're believers. Oh, okay, mm. okay, okay. So that's why I was asking okay, why okay. your choice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, and then your song is it an all old and gold one? Long <laughs> night. Uh, you see. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not singing on stage <laughs> because I just I would be quivering even more. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay, and then this is a strange luxury. Yeah. What? Why? What? A golden machete. Why? <laughs> I really thought about what's the luxury thing. It's like no, yeah, a golden machete because you what don't. What would you use it for? <laughs> Cutting things. <I> <laughs> Reflection, you know, like there you can play there <laughs> at Love night it. just before uh, sunset. You just yeah. go. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, trees. I see that. I yeah, see that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed so much on this show, huh? Oh. I think this is the first time we've laughed so much. In fact, uh, oh. the editor's going to be like, "What the hell?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for this. Thank you, and thank actually, you. to listeners, this is pretty much our table read was. Like this, it was serious yeah. and laughing yeah. and, and sharing. It was so, <laughs> and this is why everybody needs to go and see the manic Mars. Absolutely. Um, thank you both. I'd like to present you each with my book, Happiness. Oh. Is it simply oh, a mindset yes. shift? As this a thank you cool. for appearing on the show. To all my listeners, this book is now available at Textbook Center and Rafu Books in Kenya and, of course, Amazon worldwide. Please also follow me for more mental health tips, mindfulness, meditation, and lots more, especially at the moment, the manic monologues on my social media at Just Joom, J-U-S-T-J-H-O-O-M. Now, guys, tell us, why should people come to the Manic Monologues? How can they buy tickets? And how can they follow you guys on social media in your coffee? One, because have you seen that cast? I mean, if for anything else, just come and see how brilliant these artists are presenting the work. But also, this is such a meaningful conversation that I feel inspires, but also you get educated and it's entertaining at the mm. same time. Mm. And um, you can get your tickets on Kenya Buzz. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Go there now because mm. we're going to sell out. Yes. I yeah. have it on my vision board. We're going to sell out. <laughs> yeah, we shall. Yeah. <laughs> How, how can people reach you, Nyokafi? On um um my my Instagram handle is Nyokafi underscore Masharia. Nyokafi spelled with a B. Great. Mm. Yes. Njara? Yes. The reason why you should come here for other than what um Nyokafi has said is as it's a safe space. You know, mm. this is not a space where you'll be told. No, you shouldn't say that. No, you're you're wrong. No, it's just stress. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> people that. think mental health issues it's just yes. stress. Yeah. So you're uh, so so come and feel represented or at least heard. Um mm. and yeah, get your tickets at Kenya Buzz. Mm -hmm. And you can find me on social media uh at El Safan underscore Njora. Thank you so yeah. much. Mm. To all my listeners, if you or someone you know is struggling with any mental health issues, please do seek professional help, whether that be a counselor or your doctor. You can also open up and share your feelings and mental health issues anonymously 
without fear of judgment on bonga, www.bonga.or.ke. This is a safe space where you can start the healing process. I do also want to mention Olive from Prometheus, who is giving us on-call uh, counseling for all our cast and crew throughout the manic monologues and also offering two sessions to them should they need it throughout the production. And they will be, Olive and her team will be at each show on site for any members who may feel they need to speak to somebody during the show. So that's from Olive Prometheus. To play out the show, we've got Jora's final song choice, which is All Night Long by <laughs> Lionel Richie. I'm smiling because it takes me back. <laughs> and remember, mental health is taboo here in Kenya. The Manic Monologues aims to disrupt the silence and stigma. Don't miss out. Join the conversation from the 5th to the 8th of October at Nairobi's Signature Auditorium. I'm Shalini Bala-Lucas. I'm grateful to all of you for your time today. Thank you for listening. And until next week, stay happy, be mindful. Come on and sing my song